that uh, we are all tracking with all the messages. I'm hoping and I'm praying that we are um, having a clear-cut understanding of what scriptures, what the book of Revelation, Revelation is and what the Lord is trying to get us into. Praise the Lord. I'm sorry the days are too short and uh, we are trying as much as possible to see how we can uh, um, release you to go home. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor Samson. Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise. We thank you, Father, for your spirit. We are asking that, um, just as Pastor Samson has prayed, that the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ, consume us, overtake us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now we are beginning to understand that we have been reading the book of Revelation from way back, correct? Huh? Hallelujah. Did you get me? That the people who came before us have given a different interpretation of the book of Revelation. Doesn't mean that we should run away from it. Because we're already in it. Did you hear? We're already in it. Hallelujah. Now, look at... Um, This chapter one. Let's look at from verse seventeen. Or before then, uh, let's look at uh, verse sixteen. He said, um, "He that had in his right hand seven stars." He says, "Out of his mouth went forth a sharp two-edged sword." And his countenance was like the sun shining in its strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. But he laid his hands on me and said, Do not be afraid. What did he say? What did he say, please? Do not be afraid. What did he say? So you shouldn't fear, right? You shouldn't fear, right? He says, do not be afraid. Why did he say don't be afraid? He said, because I. He said, don't be afraid. 
And then he said, he laid his hands on me and said, don't be afraid. He says, for I am the first and what? The last. What he's saying is, I am the beginning and then I'm what? The end. I am the what? Aleph and the what? Tav. Did you hear that? So I'm complete. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Did you hear that? Okay. Looks like we are cold. Should I turn off the AC? Should I turn off the AC? Hallelujah. The person who is talking to us is saying that we should not be afraid. Why? He says because I am the beginning and the end. I am the Aleph and I am the what? The Tav. I am he who lives. Did you see that? I am he who lives. He said, I was dead. And behold, I am now alive forevermore. Amen. And then I have the keys. Did you hear that? I what? I have the keys of what? Hades and of what? Death. Did you hear that? So if he has the keys, the key is in his hands. Did you hear that? Of hell and of what? Death. So there's no death anymore. Death is in the hands of life. Life is in control of death. Did you hear that? Are we together, please? Did you hear that? Remember, don't be afraid. Why? I'm here. Did you hear? I'm here. You don't need to fear anymore. I used to be dead, but now I'm alive. And not only am I alive, I have the keys. What is the key? The access. Did you hear? The authority. Do you understand? I hope you hear what I'm saying. To unravel. Did you hear? To dismantle. To disintegrate. I hope you hear me. To snuff out death. I hope you hear me. To demobilize. I hope you hear me. He won't be doing that for himself. He doesn't need that. Did you get I hope my microphone is, is sounding well. Did you hear me? Please, please pay attention. He now says, write the things which you have seen and the things which are, go ahead please, and the things which will take place after this. Did you hear that? So there are things Okay, that his presence 
is going to cause to begin to happen. Did you hear? Did you hear that? It is him that has the power to cause those things to begin to happen. If he did not overcome, if he did not have the keys of death, hell and death, he won't be able to. I don't like how this thing sounds. Is it better now? Did you hear? If it has to take a particular kind of person to cause these kind of things to begin to happen. You ask me which kind of things. There is a process. Okay? It was Pastor Ernest Paul, or Apostle Ernest Paul, that there was one of these meetings that he talked and taught us on how Babylon and the the um, the structure of this evil age can be eradicated. I hope you hear what I'm saying. It takes a process. Did you hear? You can't just come and just unplug something. No. There is a process. Did you hear what I'm saying? Are we together, please? Now, is that process that we are talking about here? Praise God. Look at verse 20. It says, The mystery of the seven stars which you saw in my right hand. And the seven golden lampstands are, the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches. And the lampstands which you saw are what? Seven churches. Okay. Now look. It says, write to. Did you hear? It's intentional. Write to the church of Ephesus. Listen, these things says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say that they are apostles and are not, and have found them to be liars. You have persevered and have patience and have labored for my name's sake and have become, you have not become weary. Nevertheless, I have this against you. I'd like you to see that. I think we've talked about this in uh, Mexico School. Listen, please. See his pattern. He's coming to come and look into each person. Did you hear me? 
to see whether things are correct. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. Hallelujah. I'll give you an example. For the past four months, myself, Pastor Richie, Pastor Samson, uh, Joshua, Pastor David, we have been going to the site. Okay? Now, people have asked me, but you have a project manager. I say, I know. So, so why are you still going there? Look at my face, it has turned black. Why? Because I'm under the sun. The reason is because if I don't go there, those people will go and build a Jegule for me. <laughs> or they will build Mushi or Oshodi for me. <laughs> Did you hear what I'm saying? Yes, Are we together, please? Yes, and I have nothing against these cities I'm talking about. These cities are just, you know, Ajegule is conf it's a configured city. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Oshodi is a configured city. Did you hear me? Structured. And they have a way of life. Now, I don't want that. There's something else I want. And that thing I want is inside of me. Did you hear me? Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. So when I go there, I want to see what I have inside of me. Did you hear me? I wanted to fix air conditioning in that place. The man, okay, put some AC up, some down. And then outside, he carried one wire and one pipe. I said, no, no, no. He told me, oh, God, I was trying to balance. I said, you didn't balance anything. Let's go around. Look at this one. There are three of them. One is here. The other one is here. This one is here. Then this one is like this, this one is like this. I said, no, I don't want that. Okay, he said, I understand what you're saying. Now I understand, I understand, I understand. I will remove it. I said, okay. And I came here for the meeting. When I went back, he went and used marker, the wall that we have painted. He went and drew the pipe on three of the panels. Each of those panels cost me 15,000 naira for one. Time, 15,000 times three is 45,000 naira. I asked him, I said, God, why did you do this? I've painted this thing. He said, oh, that he wanted to sh use it to show the carpenter what he should do. I said, but you can show him without writing this thing now. He said, oh, God, I'm sorry, sir. Can you see? Just like that. I'm sorry, sir. Yeshua is the builder of the tabernacle of the Father. He's the builder of the house of the father. He knows the father. He knows his father. He knows what his father likes and what his father doesn't like. He knows the mind of his father. So for him to present those he died for to the father, he has to make sure that they are exactly what the father wants. Did you hear me? Yes, sir, sir. So he knows the Father. He said, no one has ever seen God before, except the Son that proceeded from the Father. So he came from the Father. Did you hear what I'm saying? Knowing the Father, even though he stripped himself of all of his divinity and began to learn the Father afresh, 
that has shown me the pathway of life. You showed me the pathway of life, for in your presence is what? The fullness of joy at your right hand. There are pleasures forevermore. Did you hear? So he followed. He said, when Philip asked him that, show us the father, he said, hey, don't say that again. I've been with you. You have seen me. If you see me, you have seen the father. Anybody who wants to see the father must see me. Anyone who has to go to the Father cannot go to the Father without passing through me. I am the sift. I am the measuring reed of the... Do you get what I'm saying? I am the measuring reed. Did you get that? So you can never bring, bring pleasure to the Father without the Son. Three times he declared, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. What's making him please? Uh, why, why is he pleased? Because his father, his son, is obedient. His son obeyed even unto death. And not just any kind of death, but the shameful death of the cross. And he pleased the father. Did you hear? He knew what the father wanted. So when he's coming to you, he's coming to check. Are you like me? Did you hear? Because if you are not like me, the Father will not accept that. Did you hear? Did you hear that? You cannot concoct anything in your head and say that this is a pleasure to the Father. No. He will tell you what he wants and you have to do it how he wants it. I hope you hear me. Now, if you have been reading scriptures, you have an idea. When you come into the book of Revelation, there are so many things that you'll be wondering. What is this saying? What are they saying? What is this saying? What are they saying? Do you understand? But if you go back to check other parts of the Bible, you have an idea of what Revelation is saying. Did you hear me? The book of Revelation is not what you just play with. The book of Revelation is, what, is not what you just read for reading's sake. The Bible clearly states that anyone who reads this book is what? Is blessed. And the blessing means you would fully receive the nature of God. Did you hear what I'm saying? So if you check now, Ephesian church. Ephesian church was raised up. Did you hear? They had discernment of spirits. They understand righteousness. They understand purity. They know the difference between good and evil. Did you hear? Hello. Yes, sir. They know the difference between good and evil. They know the things that God likes and the things that God doesn't like. Did you hear? They know how to discern when somebody comes in and does all those babuzu. Do you get me? Okay, go and eat. Okay, you are the lamb of God, so go and eat grass. Efficient church will be looking at you. Eat waiting. Instead of eating grass, I will take my Bible. But some people who don't know what to say will actually go and start eating grass. Why? They have not journeyed. Efficient church has journeyed. Do you get me? Now, 
the proof I have is when I check Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15. It says, when I heard of your faith in the Lord Yeshua and your love for the saints. So they had love for the saints and had love for the Lord. And because of that, they had qualification and right to the access to the menorah, which Pastor Samson was saying. Did you hear me? Praise God. So they gave them access to the menorah because Paul started praying for those who are born again, for those who have been sealed by the Spirit of God, because they were sealed by the Spirit of God. So that you were sealed by the Spirit of God doesn't mean that you have received the, the, the fullness or the seven spirits of God. It's there, but it's congealed into one. They have not, it hasn't blossomed. Did you hear me? Because when it blossoms, it has seven different branches. Did you hear? And each of those branches have almonds. Did you hear what I'm saying? And they have oil inside of it. Did you get what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Are we together, please? Praise God. Now, you have to know and receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation. So the ability for you to have sight, the ability for you to have wisdom. Did you hear? Because wisdom is the spirit. Did you hear? Then understanding is also a spirit. Hello. If you check the book of Proverbs, it will tell you about the seven spirits of God. Is that not so? Is that Proverbs tells you about the, the, the seven spirits of God because it will tell you that uh, uh, wisdom is what? What does it say about wisdom? Is the what? Principal thing. And then in getting wisdom, what does it say? Get understanding. See? So, so even in the book of Proverbs, the menorah is there because you is asking you to go and get wisdom. When you finish getting wisdom, he said, don't stop there. Journey from wisdom into understanding. Did you hear? So there is the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Then there is the spirit of counsel and might. Did you hear? Praise God. Each of these things, they are all levels. You can't go to a spirit of the fear of the Lord. You don't understand fear of the Lord. A baby will just come. In fact, you will play with a baby. <laughs> we into your mouth. Ah! This is much. You said this small boy said, what did they do you? I beg. Did you hear? He doesn't know. Hey, a 12-year-old boy can come and meet you, Papa, 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 I want to weep. Sure. That is, eh? When I first, when I give you one first, bullseye. Did you hear what I'm saying? Are we together? So you have, there are things that you will grow into to understand that quest. Your quest should be for wisdom. It says wisdom is the what? Principal thing. 
and in getting wisdom or in earlier gettings get what understanding I hope you hear me so if you continue in that efficiency you will see that there's counsel and there's what might I hope you hear what I'm saying now when you check you see that as he's talking to them I'm sorry I can't read I have to paraphrase as he's talking to the efficient church there are benefits immediately after each of this did you hear me yes. there's a benefit after each one of them yes. that you might know what is the okay let's look at this and I'm uh, Pastor Chine will soon come in uh, I hope so right Pastor Chine is coming in can we look at that Ephesians chapter 1 I don't plan to stay long in Ephesians chapter 1, but let me just use it as an intro. Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 10. Let's look at verse 10. Please pay attention. Ephesians chapter 10. It says, um, 1 verse 10. What did I say? Chapter 10. Chapter 10. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 10. It says, That in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both things who are in heaven and those who are in earth, all in him. Praise God. So in him is heaven and earth. Right? In who? Christ. In Christ is what? Heaven and earth. He's Alpha, Omega. He's the beginning, He's the end. Okay? Now, in Him also you have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of Him who has worked all things according to the counsel of His will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the glory, to the praise of His glory. In Him also. You have trusted after you heard the truth, the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. In whom also having believed, you were sealed by the what? Holy Spirit of promise. Who is the guarantee? Did you hear? The Spirit of God is what? The guarantee of what? Your inheritance. So it means that the Holy Spirit is not the end. Did you hear me? They are given to you, okay? As a proof, are you getting me? That you are going to what? Journey through. Journey through, and then your inheritance will be delivered to you fully. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Your inheritance will be delivered to you what? Fully. Nothing missing, nothing broken. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Now, it now says, until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. So who is the purchased possession? You. Right? Okay. Now, verse 15, I says, therefore. So that therefore is because of what he has said earlier. After I heard of your faith in the Lord Yeshua and your love for the sins, I began to pray for you ceaselessly 
and making mention of you in my prayers that the Lord, the God of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah, the Father of glory, may give to you the what? The spirit of wisdom huh? and revelation. Can you see that? The spirit of wisdom and what? Revelation. revelation. Where? In the knowledge of him. Now, these are the efficient church, right? So this was the encounter, the ministration, the impartation to the people of God in the efficient church. I hope you hear what I'm saying. So they actually received the spirit of wisdom. Did you hear? And what? Revelation. In the knowledge of who? Christ. So they actually had or understood the knowledge of Christ to a degree. Did you hear me? Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, if we continue, it says this, that the eyes of your understanding, did you see, might be what? Enlightened. You, the eyes of your understanding cannot be enlightened without the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Did you hear that? So their eyes were open. Did you get what I'm saying? Their eyes could only be open when they ate. Did you hear? When they ate wisdom and revelation, it opened their eyes. When Eve ate of the fruit of disobedience, her eyes opened to what? To disobedience. Did you hear what I'm saying? Here, these guys ate. Did you hear? And their eyes were open. Okay? And it caused them to have knowledge of the hope of their calling. Did you hear? So if you do not receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation, you cannot know the hope of your calling. You will assume that your calling is to go here or go there. Your calling is to be the richest man or to be this and that. Did you hear what I'm saying? But the, if you listen to me, oh my God, listen to me. If you don't have the spirit of wisdom and revelation, your vision will be impaired. Anybody can bring anything to you and you will say that this is how the gospel is. But if you have the spirit of wisdom and revelation, you will know the hope of your calling. You will know why you were called. Did you hear what I'm saying? You will know why you were called. So when somebody comes and tells you another thing, you will say, uh-uh. Did you hear? He said, this is not the, this is not the what? The race. This is not the race. Did you hear? Yes, and there's nothing they're going to do. There's no level of enticement. You will not fall for it. Why? Something has entered into you. Can you see that? So you know the hope of your calling. Did you hear? You know the hope of your calling. Now, in Revelation chapter 1, the official church knew that. So when an apostle comes and says, I'm an apostle, they will look at him and say, no, you are not. You are not. <laughs> you are not. Because they're able to see. Do you understand? They were able to see. Praise God. So now look at the hope of your calling. And then what is the, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? Can you see that? There are riches. So when you come and say, oh, I have riches for you, they'll be saying, uh-huh, let's hear you. When you say, ah, in fact, you can dig this one and dig that one and get this one, they say, ah, this is not what we're looking for. Did you hear me? Do you know that they came to uh, the disciples of Yeshua? Yeshua himself asked them, 
Won't you follow them and go? Those who want to eat. What did Peter say? He said, no, we're not going anywhere. We are with you. And what you in you are the words of eternal life. What we are looking for is not food. Hallelujah. We are looking for the words Hallelujah. of what? Eternal life. So we can't go anywhere. Make hunger kill us. We're not they go anywhere. Now here we did. Anywhere you go, now there we they go. Hallelujah. Did you see that? So they have eaten something. The other people got annoyed and left. Even the rich young ruler that had gotten wealth and position through the Ten Commandments. Because when Yeshua told him, he said, I have been practicing this thing since my birth. Yeshua said, okay, those things that you have, carry it, go and give to the poor. And come and follow me. The guy got annoyed. He said, no, 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 not be like that. So, for my labor, your labor is vanity. You used me to get that thing. What you were looking for was not me. If you were, if you were looking for me, you'd be ready to give up everything. While he was saying that, Peter then said, ah, master, who then can be saved? So what they are looking for is salvation. So and even they themselves had some wealth. What did Yeshua answer them? See, anyone who gives up father, mother, brother, sister, everything says will receive a hundredfold in this life and in the life to come, eternal life. Did you hear that? So he's not trying to steal your money from you. Hallelujah. Did you hear? He's trying to help you get more and then add it with more things. And eternal life on top. Did you hear what I'm saying? So if he's sure that you can give up the house and everything, then you have obeyed the first commandment. Do you understand? The first commandment is that I shall have no other God besides me. Did you see that? Yes, so when you have him, you have everything. everything. Did you hear that? When you have him, you have everything. Hallelujah. So that's what he wants from you. He wants to help you multiply things. Hallelujah. In fact, he doesn't want you to be carrying, you know, <laughs> in my house, I like to pack things. If you get to my house, you'll be laugh. My wife is wondering now, which kind of man with this one? I will wrap nylon bag. I'm not doing anything with it. I'll keep it somewhere. He will say, Well, this is disturbing me in this house. I learned it from my grandmother. <laughs> who passed it to my mother? And my mother passed it to me. <laughs> Did you hear what I'm saying? If you check upstairs in my private room, you go see nylon bags anyway. Small, small nylon bags. They're still there. Do you get? My mama will just go pack everything, throw it in the trash jar. This is blocking my way. Do you get what I'm saying? Take it easy. Praise God. Did you hear what I'm saying? Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. So we need to understand some, a few things. What you are looking for is God. Nothing else. I hope you hear me. So if that's what you're looking for, go for it. Because when you go for it, all right, all the other things, will, that's what he's telling you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God 
and his righteousness, then every other thing will be added to you. Did you hear me? Are we together? Yes, sir. Praise God. So you need, you don't need clusters of things. You know, they even need to gather too many properties. The properties are in the spirit. Hallelujah. You can pick from the spirit and then to show. Did you hear me? What shall it, what? If he gains the whole world and loses his soul. Did you see that? So quickly, um, the efficient church. So they had, so you, okay, let me just quickly end that part. Now, so there's an inheritance that saints are supposed to have, which we don't know. Most saints don't know that they have inheritance. Because they don't know, that's why they are chasing things. That's why they are chasing different kinds of things that this world has to offer. And because they are chasing the things that the world has to offer, Babylon is crossing his leg and sipping his champagne. Did you hear what I'm saying? Uh, did you hear me? Yes. Now, is it not interesting to know that this letter, when it says Babylon is falling, when it says come out of her, when it's saying all these things, he's not telling the world, though. It's the church. It's the church. Yeah. Even the Antichrist that we're running, off, running from, Nineside Churchill. <laughs> and you see, this is the, what we don't realize. Did you hear me? So the letter is to who? It's not to the world now. Is, it, is the letter to the world? It's inside church here. Yeah. So which means inside this church, Babylon, they break it. Do you understand? Now, if you are not even careful, you see that what is even keeping Babylon, they inside church here. I'm so sorry to say that. Did you hear me? So there are things that we like. We don't want to get, let go of it. This book will help you to get, let go of it. Did you hear me? Praise the Lord. So look at, in verse 11 it says, In whom also we have obtained an inheritance being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. In him also, in him you also trusted, after you heard the word of faith, the gospel of, uh, the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, who haven't believed, oh, sorry, I've jumped back. I'm sorry, I've gone, I'm so sorry. What? Verse what? Okay. Uh -huh. Now look, that's inheritance in the sense. And what is the what? Exceeding greatness of his power towards us. So there is an exceeding great power that is charging towards you. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's coming to you. It can only come to you because there is something that is calling that power in you. When you are dropping off things, that, that thing will start coming towards you with the purpose of coming into you. But when you have filled your whole house, there's no space. He no will say, this one is not ready for me. Did you hear? Now look at, according to his mighty power, which he has worked in Christ. So there is a mighty power, you know, when he raised him from the dead and caused him to sit at the right hand of the, uh, the majesty on high, right, in heavenly places, 
far above principalities and powers, might, dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he has put all things under his feet. Do you hear what I'm saying? Now, when you move from here now, you know, you will see that it continues um, uh, counsel and might, right? So I think it's in three that he talks about might. Yeah. Where in three, please help me. Eh? Verse what? Okay, look at verse 14. It says, For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah, from whom the whole family, both in heaven and in earth, is named, that he who that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to strengthen with what might right through his spirit in where did you see that so you see is talking about might here in where the inner mind now look at verse 17 that what can you see that so it means that that spirit that aspect of the spirit of god will do what give you or help you to strengthen you okay that christ might be might dwell in your heart through faith and you being rooted in love may be able to comprehend with all the sins what is what can you see what that's that aspect will do for you so you might be able to comprehend comprehend means the word understand and understand is not just to understand but to have something inside of you that gives understanding to you did you hear what i'm saying That's right. that you might be able to comprehend with all the saints what is length and breadth and height what do you say sir and if there is no might yeah. you can't comprehend that's right so it means that you need energy might of the spirit yeah. to what to be able to comprehend did you hear that wow. is it making sense please yes. verse 19 to know the love of christ which passes knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. So you may continue. All right? Praise God. Hallelujah. Is it making sense? Yes. So if we go back to that uh, revelation, you see that the efficient church has journeyed to a degree. Okay? They have journeyed a whole lot, right? That's right. They have really... Even though they were that perfect, Yeshua said, but I still have this one against you. You have fallen from where you were before. Did you hear that? You lost your first love. Okay? You lost your first love. So which means that you shouldn't lose your first love. Love for the Lord and love for the saints. Can you see that? Love for the Father and love for the saints. Very, very important. Which other thing did he say again? That Yeah, I know. Which other thing did he say? <laughs> in in uh, Revelations. Yes. That was all, yeah? That first love, eh? Okay, so I want us to pass here to the next one. The next one is where? Hmm? Verse 8. 
Okay. Now look at verse 8. To the angel of the church in Smyrna write, This thing says the first and the last. So he's not only the beginning and the end. It's not only the uh, Aleph and the Tav. It's not only the Alpha and the Omega. Here he's saying the first and what? The last. And then now repeated again. Who was dead and came to life? I know your works. Okay? I know what? Your works. Tribulation and poverty. But you are rich. And I know the blasphemy of those who say that they are what? Jews and are not. But are what? Did you see? Now listen to this. This is why you have to be very careful when you are studying scriptures. If you see the, what the translators did, when they were writing letters to the churches, what did they say? Write the letters to the seven churches. Is that so? Yes, sir. They are supposed to say, write letters to the seven synagogues or the seven assemblies. Did you hear? But when they, because this place, they want to arrogate Satan, they now called it. You didn't get it. You didn't get what I'm saying? Did you get what I'm saying? You didn't get it. Don't allow some of the translations to carry you away. Because here, He's saying, but you are the synagogue of Satan. Synagogue is associated to Jews. Did you hear? The template of the church there. Okay, then. The template of, take microphone. Then the template of the church, the way they operate church, is mm -hmm. synagogue. Okay. Not temple. Not temple. Yeah, like in the old. In like, the new, they have synagogues. Okay. That's like branches, assemblies of churches. It's called synagogue. Did you hear that? Yes. So here, when they are trying to say, he says, listen, he says, I know your works, tribulation and poverty. Then in bracket it says, but you are rich. And I know the blasphemy of those who say they are Jews and are not but a synagogue of Satan. So that synagogue of Satan is because of that Jew. Am I correct, sir? That word Jew. So there's something about whoever wrote this thing. You still don't get it? Is there somebody who can, can you help us? Okay, Francis, quickly, quickly, quickly. 
Microphone. Come here, come here, come here. Quickly, quickly. Okay. Okay. So, like, because of what Constantine did, that's one. Two, also, um, King James Did you James hear what he well. said? What did he say? Because of what? Who was Constantine? Was the emperor, Roman emperor, who tried to kill Christians, the church, and then couldn't crush the church, so he now said, okay, let's join them. So when he now, when he now declared everybody Christian, and when he declared them Christian, he now brought all the Roman gods into the church. That's why you see all those statues, statue of Mary, statue of uh, uh, who? Uh, Peter. All the apostles, all those things. When you go closer, you see they are all Roman gods. Yes. Go ahead. And also King James, um, the translation as well. Um, there's honestly, if you read the Book of Revelation, there's actually that many incorrect trans. Everything you're saying can be heard on the speaker. Everything you're saying can be heard on the speaker. Everything you're saying can be heard on the speaker. Everything you're saying can be heard on the speaker. Okay. <laughs> you are speaking directly into his microphone. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. So um, because of um, King James also, specifically the book of Revelation, I'm not sure why. If you read Revelation chapter 9, the very end, is a place where it says there was an angel that was flying around saying something. If you read that correctly, it actually says eagle in the original Greek. I don't know why they said that. You see other places that should be very clearly, like things that should be very obvious, but there's almost an intention to mistranslate some things. But basically, what's happening is that the same Greek word that was used for church is used for synagogue, okay? But they intentionally crafted every evil connotation, now anything associated with that word, that was associated with, um, with Satan, they would use synagogue. Then when it was good, they would now use church. Does that make sense? Almost as though to cast a shade on the Jewish culture. And this is a consistent thing. You're going to see it across the board. But honestly... I will recommend, just for lack of, for, to make it simple for you to understand, I dare you to listen to an audio Bible of the book of Revelation in King James. Read, listen to it like three or four times. Then listen to it again with NLT. Or another translation that is not, that doesn't depend on the Latin Vulgate translation. Who knows what I mean by that? That, that whole Roman thing, it messes up. The LXS thing was a divine thing, but there's something about what they, that King James thing that messed up so many things that's really bad. So everything that came out from that thing, honestly speaking, listen to Revelation again with that, and you will see there's so many things that were done almost intentionally. So yes. Are you finished? Yes. You can finish. No, I'm done. No, 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 no. I just forgot. <laughs> Please. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So did you understand that? Yes. So here it says, synagogue of Satan. Sit down there. <laughs> Where? You prayed all night. <laughs> now look at verse 10. It says, Do not fear any of those things which you are about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison, that you may be what? Tested. And you will have tribulation for 10 days. Now, can you see? You see this guy? He has love. 
So what is he doing? He's preparing them and he's luring them. Did you hear? Or let me not say he's luring. He's encouraging them to go through a process. Can you see what I'm saying now? Did you hear that? To go through a process. Praise God. Hallelujah. Just like the father. You know, the father was with Yeshua as he was climbing up to the uh, crucifixion. But immediately he became sin. The father left him. He shouted, my father, my father, why have you forsaken me? Did you hear what I'm saying? Did you get that? So he just needed the presence of the father to help him go get to that cross. Did you hear? So all that time they were, he was up there. The father was with him, encouraging him. Do you get what I'm saying? Hallelujah. So that's what he's doing here. Did you hear? Praise God. He's telling them ahead of time. He says, some of you are going to be thrown into prison. And the purpose of that is so that you can be what? Tested. You might be shocked. He's the one who actually selected those who would go there. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Why? He wants to get, he wants to get the best out of them. Can you see that? He wants to get the best out of them. Praise God. Hallelujah. So he said, don't worry that some of you are going to be thrown into jail. The purpose of that is so that you can be tested. Did you hear what I'm saying? And the temptation or the trial is for what? Ten days. Now, ten is a number of what? That's right. Praise God. It says, now, it says, be faithful. Unto death. Be faithful unto death. Now, if you can be faithful unto death, what will happen? It says, I will give you the crown of life. Can you see that? Can you see the kind of love the, the, the man has for the saints and his people? Did you hear me? Now, now verse 11, that says, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of God is saying to the churches. He who overcomes shall not be hurt by what? The second, the second death. So there is what is called the what? The second. the second death. That second death is saying will not touch you if you are able to go through this process. I hope you hear what I'm saying. So the book of Revelation is the book of preparation. I hope you hear me. It's a book of preparation. Just to be sure that everything is right. Are we together? Praise the Lord. Now let me just read one and then I will run away. Verse 12 says, To the angel of the churches in, in Pergamon, I love, I don't know why I like Pergamon. I just like, I like to pronounce it Pergamon. I like just the name. I don't even know what it's in the meaning. <laughs> it means what? Married. Pergamon means married. Thank you. Praise God. I'll go check it out. All right? Married or elevation. Wow. Praise God. It says, these things says he who has the sharp two-edged sword. Can you see how he's morphing? Can you see how Yeshua is morphing? Depending on which church. Do you understand? He will present himself. Do you get me? So here he's talking about two-edged sword. Okay? Hallelujah. I know your works. And where you dwell. 
where Satan's throne is. So for this group of people, did you hear? Satan's throne is resident there. I have news for you. <laughs> what did I say? Some of us have Satan's throne. Don't be offended. Don't be angry. Some of us, it didn't, it, wasn't, it didn't come in there. Some of us, some of it came by inheritance. Some of it came by where we came from. The building that we were structured. Some of us have, so each one of those things are going to be destroyed, dismantled. Did you hear me? All you just need to do is submit yourself to the person of the Holy Spirit. Did you hear me? Yes, Hallelujah. Yes, so it says, where Satan's throne is, okay and you hold fast to my name and did not deny me can you see you did not deny my faith even in the days matter was killed amongst you where satan dwells why was antipas killed It was a faithful witness. So it would have seemed that everyone looked up to that guy. So the purpose of killing that guy might be to what? Demoralize the people. I mean, there's a particular guy that I know of that was, had some um, ailment and somebody was praying for, for him. And when he mistakenly heard that that person had died, and that the person died of the same ailment, this person just gave up and said, I was hoping that this guy's prayer would work for me, and now this guy has... So, it's Satan who did that. Did you hear what I'm saying? Hallelujah. But these guys are not like that. So, even with all that Satan had done, they still held their faith. Did you hear what I'm saying? What does it tell you? Your race is personal. Your understanding of the battleground is very important. You should not be looking for excuses and opportunities by picking one person as a king. Did you hear? In this place, we don't, like, don't, we don't try to show we are champions. We want you to be champions, all of us champions. Do you get what I'm saying? So don't rely so much and put your whole faith and your love. Do you understand? Pastor Douglas was saying yesterday that somebody was saying, ah, that once I see you halfway, he said, no, 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 no. Look unto Yeshua. Look unto who? Yeshua. The what? Author and the finisher of your faith. Now, it's good to be encouraged by people. Do you understand? My wife, before she, got, uh, she gave her life to Christ, there was a particular young lady, and she always told herself, if ever I'm going to get one again, I'll... Be, I'll you know, because you are seeing that person. So it's a good thing. You understand? But don't, your faith should not be in man. Your faith should be what? Praise the Lord. So here it says, you did not deny my, uh, you, don't, you did not deny my faith, even in the days that Antipas, my, my faithful martyr, was killed amongst you, where Satan dwells. But I have a few things against you. Now, let's not be so troubled by that word against. Do you understand? 
I hope you hear what I'm saying. Yes. So he's not fighting you. Did you hear? He's just telling you that he's what is what? He's trying to perfect you. Did you understand? So he's telling you that look, this one you need to change from this one. This one doesn't work with what we are looking for. Did you hear what I'm saying? So I said, I have this against you. He says, because you have there those who still hold the doctrine of what? Balaam. Did you hear that? There are some people who, so the doctrine of Balaam, so it means that the doctrine of Balaam is in the church. Yes. Did you hear? Yes. It's in the church. Yes. Hallelujah. It says there are some of you who hold the doctrine of Balaam. And Balak taught, uh, Balaam, who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the children of Israel. One. Go and read what's happened. Do you understand? In the book of Numbers, right? Uh -huh. Numbers 22, 23, 24. Can we look at Can you pull it up and read? You said 23, 24 now. Oh, ah, no. Ah, okay, sorry. Okay, give a summary quickly, please. Give her the microphone. Okay, praise the Lord. Okay, so Balak, um, um, just hearing that the children of Israel were going to the promised land and hearing all the things that God did. Stop. The children of Israel were on a journey. Yes. Going to where? Or the what? The inheritance. The land of what? Can you see that? So it means that if you are joining that way, Balaam will show up. Go ahead. Balak will show up. Amalek also will show up. There are many, all of them, yeah. They will all show up, yeah. I'm sure you know who Amalek is. Amalek is flesh. Okay. Praise Go God. Hallelujah. So um, on their journey, um, so when they heard, Balak went and hired Balaam. Who doesn't know the story? Who doesn't know the story? Everybody knows the story. Okay, so let's not. Go ahead. Uh, okay, because of your time. No, no. So that you can deliver fully. <laughs> mm -mm. All right, so Balaam, Balak hired Balaam to curse the children of Israel. And um, when he, each time Balaam, went up to prophesy. Balaam was a prophet of God. He was, he was a priest and a prophet. And he could see clearly. He was a seer, really. Um, and each time he tried to curse the children of Israel, it was not possible to curse them. He would rather see God's plan, God's program for Israel. And he's compelled by the laws of that calling, or that office, to speak what he's seeing. So when he speaks what he's seeing, Balaam got angry. So after they tried many times, okay, going to different heights and different mountains, and it didn't work, he now understood that these people can't be cursed. It's only God that can curse them. It's only God that can remove his hand from them. If God doesn't remove his hand from them, they can't be brought down. And for that to happen, they have to sin against their God. You see. So he went and counseled Balaam. Get your women to enter into their men. Let your women marry their men because those are specific instructions that God warned the children of Israel. Make sure you don't marry them. Don't bring in their women. Don't marry their men. 
He said, they will bring their gods into your life and those gods will make you stumble. They will make you sin against me. So he counseled Balak and Balak went and counseled the Moabites. You see that the next chapter, the children of Israel just began to marry them and they just fell. So did you see that? Now that was physical. Okay? Now this one is doctrine. Did you hear? So in that time, the doctrine was in an act. In this place, a spiritual teaching. Can you see that? Did you hear that? So there are teachings. Some of you like to hear some things. You like to hear some things and you say, ah, power, rev. When you look inside, Christ not the inside. There's nothing, that, do you understand? It, it, it keeps you intact. Your state is intact. There is no growth. You are not dropping off anything. You are not putting on anything. Do you understand? So your life is intact. But you still go to church. What shall I render? What shall I render? And all this. Nothing is happening. Why? There is a doctrine that has been put inside of you. And that doctrine, is what it's going to do, is going to sway you and defile you and cause you to sin against God. Sometimes we don't know what sin is. Praise the Lord. So, now, it says, and Balaam taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the children of Israel and caused them to eat things sacrificed to idols or to believe the doctrines that appease and appeal to idol worshippers. You can see it in your churches. You can see it in your deliverance. You can see all the different kinds of things they bring into your deliverance, ministration, and all that. They say they are casting out devils and things like that. Do you understand what I'm saying? And the casting out of the devil is all a display of things. Shaking and, you know, all those, and you call it encounters and all this. And when they finish, they will just shake their body and say, ah, we don't do today. Tomorrow we'll go. In fact, there was a particular pastor in London. Every Sunday, he would cast out devils. So his church was packed full. Every Sunday. So he was enjoying it. But he noticed that his church, <laughs> every time, every Sunday, all those who came for deliverance will multiply. And he was wondering, I said, ah, they know they finish. <laughs> I thought that after all this casting, and so the Lord now showed him that ah, the demons, that they will call each other. So boy, now Sunday, you know, come and go, they will cast us out. So no, 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 no. So, do you get what I say? So I was like, what? I don't call any name. He wrote it now. He himself wrote it. Okay. If he wrote it, then no problem. Sunday, you know, he had gifts of discernment of spirit or gifts of discernment that he used to uh, or, um, was operating in his life. You just see demons, demons, and he'll be casting and casting and casting. You know, casting and casting and casting. And I, after a while, he got tired. It's not, it's not just people. It's the spirits he was seeing. Yes. 
He, he got tired and he asked the Lord, said, this is too much. Why? Every Sunday, I won't, you know, by now I should have casted all of them out and we would have journeyed for that. And Lord said, because you are giving them attention and you are casting them, so they are engaging you. Really, what we are meant to be doing is teaching the people. Teaching the people. Teaching the people. That's right. When you start teaching, demons will start. They will ex yes. Hallelujah. Am I good? Am I good here? Praise the Lord. So, so they have been taught things that to, to eat things sacrificed to idols and to commit sexual immorality. Praise God. Now, verse 15. Those, uh, thus, you also have those who hold onto the Nicolaitan doctrine, which, I, which thing I hate. Who can tell us the doctrine of Nicolaitan? I'll say, say forever. Oh, that's my... yeah. uh, like it can be related to what they call uh, osas. Osas. Yes. <laughs> osas that gives you liberty to commit sin. Anything you can do, Christ has done it for you. Just go and live your life anyhow. Anyhow, life in Christ. So. You have anything you want to add? Yes, I want to. Praise the Lord. Uh, the doctrine of Nicolaitans also has to do with subduing the laity. Subdue the believers. So those who are high up there, like the members of the fivefold, will not see themselves as the same level with the rest of the members of the body of Christ. So they make themselves superior and make the members of the body inferior so that uh, they, they elevate themselves, elevate their offices rather than knowing that they are administering Christ to the body so that the body can also come to that level of administration and operation. So the, uh, Christ is saying here, you know I hate it. I hate this. So it is to subdue the members of the body so that they stay dominated that they will not come to full function or full expressions of Christhood. Do you understand what he just said? Yes. Because some of you like that thing. <laughs> ah, pastor. Let pastor just be there. We oh, are grown now. Ah. Uh, pastor said this. Pastor said that. Uh, the God of the God of pastor. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Then when they are telling you grow, ah, do you get what I'm saying? So that thing is both ways. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Uh -huh. That's why you see how we arrange the hall. You see how the, arranging the hall is some purpose. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh -huh. And then we ask you to say something. You say something. You say something. Do you understand? Let me hear what you have to say. By hearing, I'm able to know, are you growing? Are you, do you understand what I'm saying? Did you get what I'm saying? Yes, and I'm also giving you boldness yes. so that you can be able to express 
the nature of God that you have inside of you. And by that, I'll be able to know you, how, your level. I'm able to check your level. And I'll know what you are, what you have, and what is lacking and things like that. Did you hear what I'm saying? Are we together, please? Praise God. But if I always keep you there, I won't teach you the right things. I will teach you things that will make you so excited. And you say, cow, powerful, powerful, powerful. Powerful. Go move. <laughs> okay, so what did they say? Eh, hey, go and move now. <laughs> Do you get me? Did you hear me? But when you begin to learn some things, some hard things, like I remember the day we would try to teach on uh, brotherly love here. People got annoyed. Ah, that is too much. I just knew that, okay, we're touching something. Because when you see the kingdom, when you actually begin to see the kingdom, especially that one of offense, that one of, I give Rasmat, Rasmat came to me for money. I gave him money. And he went, I just bought new shirt, bought new shoe. And he told me he wanted to use it for business. And then he would tell me, ah, Brother Sibo, I try. God knows I try. I try. <laughs> but I, I gave the money to this person, and the person just carried the money. And looking at your shoe, looking at your shirt, okay. <laughs> then when you finish talking like this, say, hi. Oh my God. <laughs> my God. How will my. Where will this change in my life now? Where will it change? God knows I've been struggling and fighting, even self, even. Then I'll have compassion. I say, okay, don't worry, don't worry. Uh, I gave you 50,000 naira before. I can still give you 50,000 yeah. huh? God bless you, my brother. Fact, mighty, mighty, mighty miracles on your way. Then I'll give you, as you just go, bah! don't go the place. <laughs> so, and then I'm driving past and I see your car. Shoe? That's real smart now. We enter there, see the guys, just two chicken, ice cream, this and that one. Then he want to come to me and say, I'm not giving him again. I'm not giving him. I don't trust. In fact, this is what, I, what happened with the, uh, my brother, brother Jude. And even if you accept, and they're now smart again, smart again. Eh? Smart that everybody trusts. He's doing this to me. Okay, I'm not giving any believers again. Uh, I won't do business with believers. I'll go and do it Muslim. All believers are even more straightforward. But what did Yeshua say? How many times can I? Brother, sin against me, and I forgive him. Seven times? Yes, I say, huh? In one day, say 70 times seven. Hi. So you mean after all the time? And I'm not the only one that uh, smart has done this into? My brother, that chance. Huh? My brother. I'm bad. It's not only, only me. I, I have been hearing stories. I just told her, don't worry, that me. Uh, I will, don't worry, we'll help our brother. And then this, he has done this, he has beaten my finger. I've got me to say, last man, why did, wait, not only you, 
Huh? I then collect money from other people now. No wait, relax. I will pay you now. Ah. I beg. How much is the money self? Not be fifty thousand naira. I will pay you. I said I will pay you. Huh? Yeah. So you are paying my good with evil, eh? So as this is happening, my heart is getting stronger. Do you get me? Do you get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But he's still my brother. So when we said that thing, then people got annoyed. We did. After what my husband did to me, my husband, my husband, and you want me to forgive him? Never. There are some churches where they will tell you, leave that man, Joe, come here. You mean you want me to leave my husband? Yes. Come here, we'll teach you righteousness. Did you hear me? Praise God. Verse 16, repent or else I will come to you quickly and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give him some of the hidden manna to eat and I will give him a white stone. Okay, a new name written upon it, which no one knows except him who receives it. Hallelujah. Let me stop today.